1: Hello and welcome to Fallacious Trump, the podcast where we use the insane ramblings of a man who seems determined to douse himself in gasoline despite being made of matches to explain logical fallacies. I'm your host Jim.
2: And I'm your other host Mark. A logical fallacy is an error in reasoning that results in bad or invalid arguments and the logical fallacy we're looking at this week is the appeal to fear, also known as argumentum admitum, scare tactics and argument from adverse consequences.
1: So uh- Appeal to fear is is fairly straightforward, really. It's not mm-hmm. it's not a complicated one. It is where uh, you try and scare people into thinking that your your opinion is correct, or that they should follow you or agree with you, because the alternative is just too awful to even think
2: about. That pervaded a lot in the Brexit stuff, and in fact, it got called. Oh yeah, Project um, Fear. Yeah, the Project fear, You know, it, it, it got dismissed by calling it what it is so that you know i shall be looking for that as the counter to this where you just go you're deliberately trying to scare us but it's you know it turns out <laughs> in brexit land mm, this is all actually true yeah, yeah project absolutely. truth
1: no it is it is incredibly common because um when people are trying to convince you of their that their opinion is correct and their opponent's opinion is wrong mm. it, it's kind of an easy thing to do especially when it's um something that's going to happen in the future and you're saying you know this will be the consequences of you going along with what they want it'll be awful it'll be the end of the world but um, you know only i can save you essentially (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) which trump almost literally said he said i alone can solve it um (laughs) talking about problems i think it was terrorism or something, I expect. But, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, our first example from Trump comes from one of Trump's uh, many rallies where uh, he was talking about sanctuary cities and how, how awful it would be to be a sanctuary mm-hmm. city or have one nearby.
0: But one of the biggest issues in this election is, in fact, sanctuary cities. McCready supports sanctuary city policies that force prisons and jails to release criminal aliens directly into your neighbourhoods. Get out, go ahead, go into the neighbourhood. Go into... What's your neighbourhood? Where do you live? Rutherford County! Okay. So, how do you feel about having them release hardened, horrible criminals into Rutherford County? I don't think so.
1: The idea that... Um, they are going to be releasing hardened criminals into your city if you live near or your village or your town or if you live near a sanctuary city is obviously scare tactics. It's obviously something that is designed for people to to say, well, you know, yes, clearly sanctuary cities are a bad idea.
2: And the fact that he's saying that that it kind of explains what a sanctuary city is. A sanctuary city is the thing where they just set it up so they can release hardened criminals into the community. (laughs) Yeah. no it it isn't that's not what (laughs) it's no And then, then he kind of it's, and then he does the stand-up routine. He goes, "Hey, where are you from?" <laughs> and he kind of they go, "Yeah, Rutherford County." And then people in the audience go, "Yay!" <laughs> like yeah, that, they, they they just not got it. And they're having just a couple of seconds before go "moo." When he's saying, "Yeah, we're releasing back. it's just stand-up, isn't it? Would you do you want people coming around your neighbourhood? Well, no, plainly not. You know, do you, do you want monsters in your neighbourhood? No, but they don't exist either. You know, well, you know. Do you want ghosts turning up around where you are? Because now they know where you live. It's just plain that. They're hardened
1: criminals, if you want to call them that in the in that way, are released everywhere. Horrible hardened criminals. They're, yeah, yeah, horrible hardened <laughs> criminals. Because, because yeah. these are people who have served their sentence for doing whatever it is they did. What's not happening yeah. in a sanctuary city is that having served their sentence for committing whatever crime they committed, they're not them being turned over to immigration to get rid of them. Yeah. And, and that is what happens when American citizens commit crimes. They serve their time, yeah. and then they get released into the community. So they get released into the community,
2: yeah, yeah. Or, or some of them get elected to office, yeah. you know, yeah. And then defend each other when they're there, yes. Yeah. So what really names, saying Rudy is
1: Giuliani. Do, you, do you want people who are not like you, people who aren't really Americans, to be released into your communities yeah. after they've been released from prison? So, yeah.
2: That and they go no
1: scary. yeah the other so our second example from trump is uh, right from the very beginning of his ha- his campaign actually when mm. he was talking about um getting rid of muslims basically <laughs> again similar theme oh, right yep. really yeah but other people yeah, yeah. and uh, not and, like you and in one of his kind of stump speeches he said this
0: we can't live like this it's going to get worse and worse you're going to have more world trade centers it's going to get worse and worse folks
1: we're going to have more world trade centres, <laughs> which yeah, that's. I mean, it it depends on the context, really. That could be a good thing. Uh, yeah, but yes, more exactly. world trade centres being destroyed, not being so good.
2: Distro- yeah, no. Yeah. And that little bit at the end, I hate that when he just when he goes, folks, yeah, folks, at the end, which it makes him makes him kind of avuncular. Yeah, in a, in a, no, more like a homunculus, actually, <laughs> you know, if, but in that, that kind of I'm one of you guys. And, you know, if yeah, see, I'm the, yeah, I, the implication is I'm the only one that can save you vote Absol- for me. I want yeah. it to hey, happen. What he's saying yeah. is that
1: you, if you keep voting for Democrats, then, you know, you're just going to get more terrorists. Do you want terrorists? Because that's how you get terrorists. So, yeah, yeah, that's, um- <laughs> yeah. That's Trump, really, isn't it? That's just Trump all over. Yeah. So <laughs> finally we've got a tweet, which is actually from uh, this uh, last week, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. End of end, – very end of September. Because um, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a bit of an impeachment thing going on. Uh, oh,
2: really? Yeah. The I word being yeah. well, a bit the impotence imp- – yeah. <laughs> impotence? Yeah. So – um, uh,
1: yeah, so no. so Trump is trying to suggest. Or has actually, he got this, something to say about that? Yeah. This was yeah. this was actually a a quote from someone else that he has tweeted. Uh, it's not he's not saying it himself. He's kind of one person removed from it but this was a trump supporter called pastor robert jeffress on fox news and trump has quoted him as saying if the democrats are successful in removing the president from office brackets which they will never be i think that's probably trump's parenthesis there um, mm-hmm. it will cause a civil war like fracture in this nation from which our country will never heal so basically kind of threatening a bit of a civil war if yeah he's held to if account you do that it'll crimes. be awful yeah,
2: yeah yeah well uh, yeah Mm, I don't know that that, yeah and it says Civil War in capital letters yeah like it was the Civil War like Captain America Civil War yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but no colon yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, but from but yes, and that and he does what he does. He kind of he's he's also saying, see, it's not just me who's saying this stuff. Other people, yeah, are saying it independently of me. You know, which is debatable. Independently of me, they are pointing out the fact that this is going to happen. So you know, just don't go there. Yeah, and Sit, it's, a, it's kind it. of an yeah.
1: indirect appeal to force in a way, isn't it? Because mm. he's not saying yeah. I will bring down upon you, great vengeance and furious anger he's saying that other people yeah. will <laughs> yeah there there will be consequences the kind the likes of which you have never seen before if
2: this happens to me so yeah yeah and the, because so the implication is just don't do it absolutely you know, yeah, and there and peace will uh, will obtain yeah let and, me get away with
1: know. it or yeah there's going to be bad things
2: and now is the time, I think, for Marx-British politics. Corner. Well, what a busy time. Nothing at all has happened in the past month in the political arena in yeah, it's Britain. It's been quiet, hasn't so it? Yeah. It's been a little bit quiet. Well, there's um, uh, one of the, the many votes that Boris lost was to um, have a recess of government so whilst they could go off and have the Tory party conference um, and the, it got voted down, so they had to commute... Uh, up the country and down again to be both in the House of Commons and at the Tory party conference. At the Tory party conference, which was pretty much, they always are, the party conferences, pretty much kind of electioneering, kind of speechifying. Um, The most chilling proponent of the argument from fear um, was our Home Secretary. There seems to be, it seems to be the job of the Tory party Home Secretary to strike fear into... Um, the hearts of everybody and do the old thing of that the Tory party is the party of law and order, <laughs> apart from the fact that they've broken the law and is completely disordered. Um, and the current uh, incumbent in uh, the role of Home Secretary, which has been held in the past by Theresa May, um, the current incumbent is Pretty Patel, who has got her eye on probably the prime ministerial job at some stage because she quoted Margaret Thatcher in her speech. Um, so it was a, it was a proper retro um, law and order. That's just beat, uh, beat the hell out of everybody um, kind of speech. The irony being she's a second generation Indian immigrant. Um, hence, you know, you could probably get the clue from her surname Patel Um so the odd thing is that white supremacists, racist, sexists are consequently quite conflicted about Freddie Patel. And she's very strong on law and order and immigration and taking control of the borders. But she is herself an immigrant, so they don't quite know what to do. I suspect, you know, those kind of um, bullet headed um, Union Jack wearing t shirty Thugs who just kind of go go back to where you came from, but not you, because you can secure our borders. um So the the speech we're about to play, or the, the clip, is from her speech to the conference, and it's saying why you should not pick the Labour Party for the uh, to be in power. Not just because we don't want Jeremy Corbyn being the Prime Minister, but we don't want a Labour. Party, a socialist Home Secretary.
1: Because the choice doesn't, isn't who, who the people want to be our next Prime Minister. It's also about who the people want to be their next Home Secretary. Do we really want a Labour Home Secretary who would leave our communities and our country less safe? A Labour Party who wouldn't even attempt to take back control of our borders because they want to surrender our border control and extend free movement. And on policing, the Labour Party would stop the police from doing their job. And when it comes to our brilliant intelligence agencies, well, what can I say? The Labour Party trusts our foes more than our friends. I think if one of the friends he's referring to is Trump, then
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but the whole thing is is completely without any backing up of such encumbrances as fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or the truth, so that and they, I love the fact that there's one single clap yeah. when it says because they want to, you know, because because they want to surrender our border control and extend free movement, and then one person goes <laughs> like that, and they go obviously gets shushed because you so see you're in the wrong conference, man. Stop clapping, and then and then what the the bit over the uh, applause is this just this horrifying, chilling. So she's like a sci-fi robot. You know the robot in um, uh, Westworld? uh, What's the iRobot? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a combination of Westworld and iRobot. It's that kind of chilling, logical, um, (laughs) somewhat sexy sci-fi dystopian future bot who has who comes to the conclusion that humans are the problem yeah and you know we'll break the the asimov rules of um robotics just because it's logical to do so and nobody's going to stop her and it's just as if you if you watch it we'll put the link up on the show notes go and watch it and that bit just over that applause at that point which is about 13 minutes in it's just terrifying. It really did send a shiver down his spine. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, yeah, and it's just, what. Well, and then later on in the speech, she um, says, oh, yeah, we're finally, we're going to, Crack down on free movement once and for all. And then all the idiots in the audience go, yeah, all the people that were wanting to retire to France or, you know, or have their grandchildren come visit, you know, they've clamped down on free movement, can't do that. So, yeah, <sighs> yeah horrible. So, um, okay, the second clip I've got is, uh, bit, yeah, a bit more, no, bit just before that, um, this was on the 25th of September in uh, this year which is the day with you know, like the first day back at school for boris he um the ruling to um, shut down parliament had been deemed unlawful so they all had to come back uh to work and um there's a uh the corbyn did this excoriating speech where he kind of like ripped him to shreds and said okay finally you just give us some answers you you're Posh boy, um, and Boris is. This is his rejoinder, which is quite an interesting thing to to listen to because there's a strange stacking of arguments for fear, but then there's also a little bit of a, uh, a, a some sort. It might even be a slip of the mind, but I don't know. Have a listen. Why won't
0: they? Why won't they? Why won't they allow him to have an election, Mr. Speaker? Why won't they allow him? To unleash his charms on the electorate, it's because they're not only terrified that he's going to lose, but also even more terrified by the remote possibility that he might win. He can't control his own party. He can't decide whether he's for leave or for remain. He's being held captive by his colleagues. The electorate are being held captive by this zombie parliament and this zombie opposition. And he wants the entire country to be held captive in the EU after October the thirty
2: first. This this weird thing where he kind of says you're of they're afraid. So I think the the there's two sets in there saying, you know, don't have an election. Because you might lose, but also you might win. (laughs) Even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Even worse, you might win. (laughs) So there's both, that's kind of both sides of the argument. On one side, it's like an imbalanced calculation, you know, (laughs) where you've kind of got two, the both of the things are the same side of the equal sign. (laughs) And uh, so it just doesn't work. But then there's that weird bit when he says he's being held captive, they won't have an election. Why would you elect this guy? Because he can't decide whether he's leave or remain. And then he kind of rambles off into he's holding the electorate captive. No, the electorate are being held captive by this zombie parliament of which he is the executive. He's this is Boris's government who's, who's nominally the executive in charge of the parliament. Though we have discovered over the last month that the parliament has just taken that away from him. So no, you can't have that. Um, and so by implication, it's, it seems that his government is the zombie as well. Basically, they're there. He's got, not got a majority. They've tried to escape any kind of scrutiny. They've been called out. They've come back. And he's now saying the worst, you know, it's even worse. We've got a zombie parliament, a zombie opposition, and he won't call an election. It's But, but so he's having it both ways. Um, it's if we had an election you don't want to vote for him because he doesn't know this he doesn't know that and he's holding us to ransom and he doesn't want an election so call an election but don't call an election uh he 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 might win he might not win that's just this very odd rambly stuff which is um quite depressing but also very humorous <laughs> <laughs> street preachers there with actually a, the, the appeal to fear fallacy um, if you tolerate <laughs> this then your children will be next
1: that's very fair it's a good yeah good choice yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I've hit upon a theme and I'm going to try and make the song fit the fallacy. Excellent. Yeah. It's only taken 75,000 episodes to work that out. Yeah. But I thought I'd squeeze that in as as example four. And I thought, oh, no, I'll uh, make it the sting. But yeah. There we go. Uh, so,
1: in the fantasy of the wild We like to talk about the fantasy of the week From the non-political perspective And our first example this week Is from Arrested Development Where uh, well, we get an example Of George Bluth's parenting style
0: See, you're as bad as dad With his ridiculous lessons
1: George Sr. had used his considerable
0: means To stage intricate scenarios To teach his children What he considered valuable life lessons I need help I'll get my gear.
2: Typically, these scenarios would involve a man named J. Walter Weatherman, a one-time employee who lost his arm in a Bluth Company construction accident. Why are you here? We're out of milk. I
0: could have got it earlier if someone would have left a note. Why? If someone had left a note, this, this innocent man would still have his arm. Why? That's why you always leave a note. Well, those lessons worked, didn't they? I mean, we still leave notes to this day.
1: Oh, that's what that was about. Mm. I thought he was trying to get us off dairy.
2: There you go. Yeah, Un- unintended consequences. <laughs> ah, you see, that's the thing about the the fear. You think you're appealing to one man's fear, it might be another man's, <laughs> you know, fantasy. You might kind of go, "Oh yeah, I yeah. thought he was trying to get us off dairy." <laughs> yeah.
1: I love the Jay Walter Weatherman stories. They're so great, and and the, no matter how many times that tactic is used, the the Blues children never quite seem to see it coming. Or mm, no. Know what's happening when he loses yeah. his arm.
2: It's great. Well, they're so traumatised by it each and every time. They just forget they there's no kind yeah. of continuity. Yes, <laughs> totally. Exactly. daily, yeah. yeah.
1: That's a great running joke. So um, the second example comes from uh, Mean Girls, which we have, I think, featured before in this segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, a sex education lesson with the gym teacher.
0: At your age, you're going to be having a lot of urges. You're going to want to take off your clothes and touch each other, but if you do touch each other, you will get chlamydia and die.
2: There you go. Yep. Simply
1: enough, <laughs> nice and simple, straightforward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's almost a slippery slope um argument as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, With a bit of fear thrown in. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You'll you'll take off your. You're like you'll get urges. You'll take off your clothes. You'll touch each other. You'll get chlamydia. You'll die. That's yeah, the, yeah. So don't get urges. Then you won't <laughs> die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is there is definitely a, a crossover there because there is a, a, part of the slippery slope is that the consequences of reaching the bottom of the slope are negative after something you, yeah. that you don't yeah. want. And um, yeah. so, yeah, there's definitely a, a, a factor in there. Um, and, yeah. and so our last example in this section is uh, from The Simpsons, and it is when uh, Ralph Wiggum goes to the dentist. How often do you brush, Ralph?
2: Three times a day, sir. Why must you turn my office into a house of lies? You're right. I don't brush. (laughs) I don't brush. Let's look at a picture book. The Big Book of British Smiles.
0: (laughs) That's enough. That's enough.
2: It's a bit like the Dustin Hoffman in Marathon Man. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah. the great thing about that is that the last and and worst of the British Smiles is supposed to be Prince Charles.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't there one of them where it's like the teeth are sticking out through the lips? I think I seem to recall that. Yeah. Yeah. The book of British smiles.
1: And, uh, That's fantastic. Yeah, and of course it works on on Ralph because this is an effective strategy to to frighten people into thinking that they absolutely must choose your option because all other options are just too horrible to, to even think about. And there's a mm. there's a bit of a kind of black and white fallacy crossover as well with um you know false dichotomy because people yeah p- do tend to set this up as um you know it's it's either the thing I say is right, or this awful alternative,
2: yeah, that, and nothing else, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I guess that's actually what we've been playing out. Just to go back to politics for a moment the uh, the Brexit thing it's not been black and white. It's been always portrayed all along as black and white. So in fact, <laughs> you've got red, to white, leave and remain, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and and uh, uh, but it's there been so many. Imp- Moves. It's actually been black and white, like a chessboard is black and white. There have been an infinite number of moves that have all been played out. It's a bit like... Breaking Bad ran long enough to have all the ramifications of all the relationships between all the characters played out. And that's what, why Brexit has had to run to three seasons <laughs> because we've got to get all of the, all of the possible um, crossovers and byways and, and, and shortcuts. It's like snakes and ladders as yeah. well. So that it's not just a black and white thing, even though, as we heard, Boris is still banging on with the black and white, um, you know, either this or we end up paying $165 billion a minute yeah. um, to the EU. It wasn't true then. It's not true now. And but and just to just mix just our TV out. metaphors, like yeah. like Walking Dead,
1: occasionally large swathes of the main characters are just wiped out and we move on and get new <laughs> Yeah, <characters> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, and yet the plot continues. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. In into the zombie parliament.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play fake news, folks. I love the game, it's a great game. I understand the game as well as anybody. As well as
1: anybody. Yes, it's time for fake news, the game where I read out three Trump quotes, two of which are real and one I made up, and Mark has to figure out which one is fake news.
2: You've got to let me win, or it'll be the worst for you. <laughs> See that yeah, that's that's simply it. See okay. if you tolerate this. You tolerate yeah. this, then the the your children will be next. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> okay,
1: so our our theme this week is the word perfect. Frankly, because oh okay, because more than anything else in this impeachment yeah. thing that is going right. on, which we will talk more about in a minute, um, yeah. is is Trump's insistence that his call with Ukraine President Zelensky was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect call. He said it. I looked it up. Um, kind of examples of him tweeting it and saying it in in press conferences and things. Mm. Sixty five times in the Whoa. last like week and a half, he has he has described his call as perfect. It's it basically he's trying to do a Jedi mind trick on, on yeah, the yeah. US population <laughs> that if he says yeah. it enough, they will believe that it's perfect. And this it's is not, this yeah. is
2: not these are not the calls you are looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, But if he's but you see. Uh, just repeating the same word over and over doesn't explain what he means by perfect it was perfect you know you say yeah. what do you mean by well, perfect that, you don't need president to it was it. perfect <laughs> it's perfect yeah. yeah perfect is perfect brexit is brexit yeah a, just what do you, yeah. yeah how can you have a perfect call what is a perfect call <laughs> it means yeah. you he he agree he agreed to look into biden that yeah. that would be the perfect outcome from yeah. that call wouldn't it yeah. it was perfect yeah so yeah it's a perfect example of committing a crime. So, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the perfect crime. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, he has in the past sometimes called people or things perfect, and so I mm-hmm. thought I'd use some of them as examples okay. this this week. So, statement yep. number one. This is uh, in a, a joint press conference with Emmanuel Macron. He said. Mr. President, they're all saying what a great relationship we have and they're actually correct. It's not fake news. Finally, it's not fake news. So it's a great honour. Great honour that you're here. But we do have a very special relationship. In fact, I'll get that little piece of dandruff off. You have a little piece. We have to make him perfect. He is perfect. So it is really it really great to be with you and you are a special friend.
2: Mm, um, yeah. Uh, be- statement- before he stabs him in the back about
1: wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Statement number two. Okay. And this is about Ronnie Jackson, the, um, the White House doctor who he put up to mm-hmm. lead the VA, uh, who then had yep. to resign. But Dr. Jackson, I don't know, do I? should I call him Admiral or Doctor? I call him both. Doctor slash Admiral. He's a doctor, he's an admiral. His son is a top, really a top, like a top, top student at Annapolis, graduating this year. An incredible wife, incredible family. You know, I feel guilty. I feel guilty. Admiral Jackson was getting ready to leave service and he served many years admirably. Not a blemish. Perfect. Beautiful person. A lot of you know
2: exactly. He actually said I was healthy. (laughs) (laughs) That's how perfect it is. The perfect fool should be struck off, right? And
1: statement number three is about uh, former Secretary of State John Kerry. John Kerry did a terrible job with Iran, terrible. I kept waiting for him to get up and walk away. Sometimes you have to walk away. If they're not giving you what you want, you walk away. But he didn't. The only time he walked away, this is perfect. It was when he entered a bicycle race and broke his leg. At 73, he enters a bicycle race. Perfect. I'll tell you something. I'll never enter a bicycle race when I'm negotiating a nuclear deal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, when when so the only time he <laughs> the only time he walked away is when he broke his leg. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. On a bike. Don't come running to me if you break your legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At seventy-three, he enters a bicycle race. I'll never enter bicycle race. Well, you see, that's mm, see that's got the the perfect Trumpers stand-up gag ending, which I've I've learned to suspect that these are your gag endings. Are they, okay. Uh, mm, with a Macron one i mm, uh, just a mm, great relationship. Actually, correct. It's not fake news. Finally, I, mm, find it's a great honour. Okay. And the dandruff thing that I, oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Dr. Jackson, top, 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 like a top student. Okay. Uh, actually, she's also healthy. Well, I'm inclined to think that because of the gag at the end and the bicycle tin. Oh, No. Uh, OK, I'm going to go with number two is the one that you made up.
1: OK, so you yep. have the other two, which would you say yep. you're more confident about?
2: Uh, number one. OK, so number one. Yeah. Is
1: <coughs>
2: real. Yeah.
0: Mr. President, they're all saying what a great relationship we have. And they're actually correct. It's not fake news. Finally, it's not fake news. So it's a great honour, great honour that you're here. But we do have a very special relationship. In fact, I'll get that little piece of Vandra, yeah, it'll be. We have to make him perfect. He is perfect. So it is, really, uh, it is really great to be with you and you are a special friend.
2: Oh, is he like... That does reveal that, actually, if there's something that, he, people are saying that he agrees with. He then says that is not fake news. Yeah, finally not fake news. So that's so fake news is just it's a, a synonym for I agree with them.
1: Well, I mean, he's he's previously come right out and said fake news is, is anything that is negative about him basically. Cause yeah, he doesn't yeah. think it's <laughs> yeah. possible to genuinely say anything. Negative yeah. Uh, him. Yeah. So, yeah. So anything yeah. negative must be fake news by definition. Must be fake.
2: Be- yeah. Yeah. Because he's, because he's perfect in every way. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Practically perfect.
1: Uh, number three, okay. you think yeah. is
2: real. Yeah, I do. And yeah. Number be, three. I'm beginning to doubt it. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Fake news. Oh, knew it, yeah, knew it,
1: yeah, yeah. You suspected. Should have
2: gone with the, <laughs> yeah. Should have gone with the. And then I suddenly turned around and went, well, that's that would be the kind of faux pas that he would make about the break his leg, walked away, broke his leg. I mean, that's. Terribly well written. In that case, (laughs) Uh, nice one.
1: That that bit I did make up. The the bit where he said, "I'll never enter a bicycle race when I'm negotiating a nuclear deal." He almost pretty much said that word for word for you. Whoa, (laughs) whoa, yeah. 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 He loves to bring up (laughs) this anecdote. It's just he finds it hilarious that John Kerry broke his leg when he was in a in a bicycle race during
2: Uh, nuclear negotiations. uh, (laughs) <laughs> just crap isn't it oh, i just what but yeah no really nice yeah and sticking in this is perfect there you go that seals the deal yeah brilliant. oh no so that means, means number two the, the stupid nonsense in number two when he's trying to find another word other than top and can't.
1: <laughs> top like a top 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 student yeah so yeah that is real but dr jackson
0: i don't know should i call him admiral or doctor i'll call him both doctor slash admiral. admiral he's a doctor he's an admiral his son is a top really a top like a top top student at annapolis graduating this year incredible wife incredible family <clears throat> you know i feel guilty i feel guilty Admiral Jackson was getting ready to leave service, and he served many years admirably, not a blemish, perfect, beautiful person. A lot of you know exactly. He actually said, "I was healthy."
2: <laughs> it's it's just oh my god, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, like a top, top, top. It sounds like Top Cat. You know, <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, it basically. This guy said something nice about me once, so
2: he's the best person yeah, ever. I'm just gonna. So I'm going um, yeah. to make up the rest of everything. Yeah, got like a top student. He's a really top student. I have no idea who he is, <laughs> what he's studying, where he is in his class. He might be the guy that got, you know, uh, sent down for setting fire to the principal's car, <laughs> you know. But he's a, no, no, he's a top student because he once said something nice about me like I was healthy yeah. for that. <laughs> but, you know, it's a bit like getting your getting your car... Um, tested once a year to make sure it's roadworthy it's only valid for that day you know you might have said well yeah you're healthy this minute with the moment that you breathe out or or do that huffing thing that you when you're trying to keep your teeth in then if you'd ask me then i would say you're unhealthy but yeah god it's <laughs> just mm, a beautiful yeah. person a lot of you know exactly <laughs> what does that even mean what does that
1: even mean <laughs> It's just something for his mouth to do while he's thinking of something else. So.
2: <laughs> Whilst his brain is running around trying to find something in there other than old porn star numbers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All of which means that unfortunately uh, oh, you, no. You didn't get it this
2: week. Ah, um, oh, well, you know what's going to happen now. <laughs> the zo- <laughs> zombie, the zombie yeah. parliament will be knocking on your door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: But on, uh, on the upside, uh, yeah. in a in a very pleasing Douglas Adams kind of way,
2: your percentage
1: mm-hmm. is now 42.424242. Oh, there you so.
2: go. You know. That's very nice indeed. Yeah. Oh, really. Well, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Because no, that is that's the answer to life, the universe, and everything.
1: Yeah. Recurring. Hey, it's time for the part of the show that this week, at least, is called "Impeachment is not a logical fallacy." Yay! <laughs> Yay! We finally got there. Yeah. <laughs> <There>. God, what <laughs> took him so too long? Yeah. Jesus. Finally. Nancy Pelosi has decided that all of the other stuff that Trump did that he got away with yeah. this this is too far this, this is, is a it. step too this far this is
2: just one too far yeah, yeah. or yeah.
1: more more likely and more realistically this is one that she can easily explain to the american people there you <laughs> yeah you go yeah yeah so, yeah and it is it yeah. is fairly fairly easy to explain so uh, you've you've yeah. heard about this undoubtedly from lots of different places um, apparently, yep. the the awareness uh, amongst the population about this uh, whole scandal is actually incredibly mm-hmm. high. It's something like ninety something percent of Americans wow. are yeah. aware, uh, you know, have a decent amount of information about the yeah. the Ukraine call and and its implications. That's not the
2: ninety eight percent he was talking about the other uh, no, day. I so. oh, yeah, ninety eight percent. But yeah,
1: un- unusually um, high reception of the news on this matter right. so so that's good people are paying attention and yeah. and his uh, approval ratings have have gone down and down and approval of impeaching him has gone up and up to now higher rate uh, higher levels than nixon or clinton ever had um of, wow. of people thinking it's time to impeach him or or yeah. supporting yeah. an impeachment inquiry at least
2: does that does that extend to in, inside the senate as well
1: uh, Not so much, no. There's still mm. uh, it's quite a lot of Republicans who are just I don't know stubbornly refusing to accept the facts. Yeah, it's it seems worried about their jobs. Weird. Yeah,
2: maybe. Yeah, yeah. clinging on to yeah. power. Well, you know, it's not an unfamiliar thing that's occurring in our Houses of Commons. Yeah,
1: but I mean, oh, some, of right them, moment, some of them, some of them, it's it's they're just keeping silent about it, and some are really quite mm. impressively bending themselves into pretzels to, to figure out ways Just to try and defend it. it. Um, right. But yeah, so the, the basic facts are that, uh, Trump called the, um, president of Ukraine, Vol- Volodymyr Zelensky, and, um, kind of tried had to a, pressure him. a perfect him. call. Yeah. Perfect call. Right. In which he tried yeah. to kind of pressure him into digging up dirt on, uh, Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden. Um, which... Wasn't
2: it? Wasn't it? Um, and they said, "Well, if you do, we will only give you the um, the thing we're going to give you, yeah. or 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 not do away with the the blockages that would stop us giving you the thing we're going to give you if you provide us with that information." Essentially, Is that a little, little yeah. Little I mean, he, a what they qu- did was pro-crime. they froze
1: military aid that they were going to give to mm. Ukraine, and mm. um, they the the I mean, Ukraine is an incredibly poor country, currently Mm. under severe threat of being kind of taken over or attacked by Russia um, and really needs military aid. Um, And the the amount that they would give or had pledged to give them for kind of American budgets is is ridiculously small, but for Ukraine budgets is amazingly huge. And so it's important that they get that money. Um, And a week before the call, Trump froze... Uh, a, a, an amount of money that Congress
2: had approved to go to Ukraine, and there was because he's got an eye on his relation with Putin. Because surely, surely there's a little bit of I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to say conflict of interest there, yeah, yeah. There yeah. Be between his his relationship <laughs> with with Putin, who he loves, yeah, um, and the fact that he's the one breathing down Ukraine's neck. And I mean, there are, give... yeah,
1: there are several reasons why he could do this who could be doing it to uh, advance his own personal interests, but the the main one in this case seems to be um, his request for information um, about Biden and and investigation. And and anyway, well, let's go through what what actually happened mm. because once uh, that call was made, and, and a number of officials were all on the call or listening into the call, including yeah. it seems Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State, who uh, initially in, uh, denied. Knowing anything about the call, and then later admitted that he was actually on the call as well. And yeah. <laughs> um, oh, me, you oh, right? Yeah, no, I thought you were talking about something yeah. else. Yeah, some
2: other Mike Pompeo. Yeah.
1: And so, uh, this information about this call, where people heard exactly what Trump said, um, mm-hmm. went around the mm-hmm. intelligence community a little bit, uh, and yeah. uh, and a we think probably a CIA CIA agent, CIA agent uh, was. Um, informed about this call and talked to a number of people who heard about it or who were there, and uh, became a whistleblower. He he initially wrote or she possibly uh, wrote a, um, a kind of a complaint about it. He wrote a, 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 mm-hmm. a, a letter to say this. Happened. This isn't quite right. It isn't isn't really good. Um, Apparently went to their boss initially and were told, yeah, Mm. we're not going to do anything about this. Um, Then possibly went to uh, to Adam Schiff, who is the uh, head of the House Intelligence Committee, and was told that what they needed to do was go to the Intelligence um, Services Inspector General, Intelligence Mm. Community, the ICIG, Intelligence Community Inspector General. And um, so they did. And the ICIG is a a Trump appointee, um, but looked at this complaint and thought, yes, this is um, a a concerning call and it is Mm. an urgent concern and needs to be investigated and and looked into. And so they then escalated that to the Director of National Intelligence. Now, at that point, the Director of National Intelligence's job is to um forward that to congress to the intelligence right. uh, uh committee in congress and yep. the the law says that they shall do that within 7 days of receiving the complaint right what happened was that um the the acting dni the uh, joseph maguire who'd been in the in the post about a month i think by this point mm-hmm. um he decided which is not what he's allowed to do under the law that mm-hmm. this wasn't mm-hmm. actually an urgent concern it wasn't something that needed to be forwarded to, to Congress. And instead, despite the fact that the complaint was about um, Trump and yeah. and mentioned Bill Barr in it uh, as being yeah. involved, he went to the Department of Justice and the White House oh, no. and, said, and said, what I've do you think this. I should do about this? I should do, about? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and they went.
2: um, Yeah, yeah. We think yeah. that you shouldn't do anything about it. Basically, no, just sit on that. Yeah. yeah. What? So is he still in office? That guy? Is he still? Jason there why, Yeah, he, yeah.
1: He's still there. Yeah. Um. Uh,
2: mm, yeah, yeah. Weirdly. Uh,
1: yeah. So, um. Apparently, then it's it's a little bit unclear exactly what the sequence of events was, but it it seems maybe the whistleblower. Uh, approached again the house intelligence committee having realized that this wasn't actually going the way it should go Getting anywhere yeah, um, yeah. and part of the rules of this kind of thing about whistleblowing um, include going to the the house intelligence committee that is a thing that the part members of the intelligence intelligence community are allowed to do under this law mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's completely allowed and and at that point adam schiff was um, alerted to it basically, and started asking questions, and started asking for a copy of the complaint and a copy of the yep. the, the transcript of the call. Now, right, yep. There eventually that came through at first the the White House was saying no you can't have it they' ridiculous uh, you're you're committing treason by asking questions about this and and stuff like that yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and eventually they how
2: dare you look at the king yeah
1: yeah um, and, and Trump was saying oh no, no, it's fine we'll release a transcript it was a perfect call um and yeah. and the transcript incidentally which uh, the the officials who were on the call I guess had um, decided that actually, this particular transcript didn't need to be kept on the uh, server where they usually keep the transcripts of calls with yeah. foreign leaders. This mm-hmm. needed to be right. kept on a completely separate code word top secret server, where this is code word code word clearance is higher than top secret. So basically, it's not just yeah. it's not just people with top secret clearance who can see it. You have to also specifically be told you can f- see this particular thing. Um, yeah. So, so it was kept on a completely different server that was designed basically for
2: national secrets, national security. Right? Didn't Trump complain about Hillary doing something similar about stuff on other servers? Well,
1: yeah. With Hillary, his complaint mm-hmm. was that it was brilliant. it was her own personal server that she was using yeah. for um, official business. But- whereas right. this is kind of the other direction completely yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is yeah. using a way more classified server than you would normally need for a, for a, a perfect for a, call a, a
2: normal trade the perfect yeah, call just, which a, is just a, designed a, to say leader. hi yeah. to
1: another leader basically Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and some officials at the time said well this isn't right cuz there's nothing well, of national yeah. security here um yeah. apparently this isn't the first time that a, a call has mm-hmm. has been um pushed onto this server or, or things yeah. have been put onto this server that aren't necessarily of, of national security issue, but just a kind of political uh,
2: interest to Trump's opponents. Yeah. Um, so Russia, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. well, if you can find those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and that <laughs> might be something that, that would be necessary if it wasn't for the fact that Trump is so confident that that he's never done anything wrong. And and it's yeah. just annoying that people are even going after him at all, that they he, agreed to release the it. transcript of the call and th- and they released it. And it said basically exactly what the whistleblower said it would say. And it has Trump yeah. saying, he essentially says, we do a lot for Ukraine. We've, we've been very helpful for you. I'm not seeing a lot of yeah. reciprocity. I'm not seeing you kind of right. helping us. Um, and, and, you know, we help you out a lot. The, the EU doesn't help you. They should help you more, but we help you a lot. And, and, you know, you should be grateful basically. And, and Zelensky is saying, well, yeah, we, you know, we're very grateful. Thanks very much. And uh, we're ready to buy some more um, missiles from you. And at which point Trump says, uh, yeah, I'd like you to do me a favor though. Like in response to that, to, to talking about buying javelin missiles. And (laughs) so, yeah, that kind of sounds like it's, if you want these things from us, yeah
2: you got to do something then for me. You've got to do something for us, yeah. Um, you've got to grease our palms. Now, yeah. that isn't
1: the point where he asked uh, the Ukraine president to to investigate Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Um, mm-hmm. That, bizarrely, is the point where he brought up a weird conspiracy theory, like a QAnon type thing, about right. about one of well, – where it's, it's kind of a mixture. It's a, as QAnon conspiracy theories tend to be, it's a – a mélange of crap. And it's um he talked about CrowdStrike. He said, um you've got some very wealthy people there and they've talked about this CrowdStrike thing and maybe it's in the Ukraine and and maybe you can help us with that if you can find it. And and what he's talking about, CrowdStrike are the company that um, looked into the Russian hacking of the DNC servers um during the the 2016 Um, election. And so the 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 CrowdStrike kind of private security firm uh, like computer security um yeah that wasn't related to hillary's email server as a separate thing mm. yeah but yeah. the CrowdStrike conspiracy people think that that firm wasn't kind of they you know they made up that it was russia they manufactured evidence yeah. that it was russia and there's a missing server. There isn't a missing server, but they right. they say that CrowdStrike, some for some reason that no one's quite clear about, yeah. took that and put it in Ukraine, hid it there for some reason. Right. Nobody really knows why. <laughs> um, and and also somehow that DNC server has Hillary's emails on it that she deleted, and you know acid washed from her own yeah, personal yeah. server. <laughs> yeah. Um, which seems to just have been randomly brought in because people are talking about emails and so yeah, why not? Um, So the weird thing is this is a call between two leaders that Trump didn't – it wasn't getting released. So this isn't something that he is trying to kind of push a conspiracy theory about Hillary. This is something which suggests he believes it and wants Mm -hmm.
2: the leader of this foreign country to help him find it. So so can you just find this server – it's hidden somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in the country in Ukraine, beginning with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's a kind of scary it's two foot, two foot tall beige box, probably got IBM on the front. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Uh, that no, that is that is very because you would yeah that that fits with the 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 bumbling paranoid idiot yeah bit, whereas the other bit about seeking some help from joe biden and i think that's part about joe biden i think that's part of his uh innocence that he protests that he has is just naive stupidity it's not he's not innocent he's just naive and stupid about how guilty he appears and how illegal the things that he's doing are so you know when he when he says the egg can you just look into that and he just kind of said yeah china should do the same thing yeah you know just comes out and says it out loud (laughs) in front of people yeah and he thinks and he's he's thinks that he's completely justified in his anger at that and why can't people see what he's saying? Yeah. Why can't you just see the sense of this? One of the things the that President he has tweeted
1: all in the last week is I have an absolute right to ask uh, other people to investigate on my behalf, basically. Um, uh, and yeah, I don't. And and <laughs> essentially, the problem here, in case it's not clear, is <laughs> um, Trump is is asking for something of value from a uh, a foreign leader. Um, yeah. And in order to help his political campaign, because he's, uh, this is about the Biden thing. He's asking uh, the yep. Hillary thing is gone. You know, no one, Hillary isn't yeah. running. It's nothing. It doesn't to, exist. That's anyway. just for his ego. <laughs> but the, yeah. the Biden thing, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you know, Biden is arguably the front runner. Um, depends yep. on the poll you listen to, but he is trying to get something that he can use to sink Biden's campaign with, who he thinks he will be running against. And, yeah. and he is asking a foreign power to. Um, to give him something of value that he can use against his political opponents, and in retur- in yeah. return for that, he will do something for them. Now, that quid pro quo isn't required yeah. to to for for, no, the, for to breaking bribery laws, basically. Yeah, yeah. There is no requirement for quid pro quo for him to have done something illegal, unethical. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. but he still there is quid pro quo there. <laughs> Yeah, you know, as well. It's not on top it's of Not, it. not yeah. there.
2: It's just not necessary. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. But and the, and the other stupid thing is that he th- thinks that he could do this despite the the that Robert Mueller fella, yeah, saying you did this with Russia, and and he's going, no, I didn't, and and it turns out he did, and that was bad too. Is, and this is yeah. exactly the same thing. He did this like two days
1: after the Mueller uh, report. Oh no, after. I think it was after Mueller testified to Congress. He did this, mm. so two, a couple of days, and and he referred to it in the call. He said, "You know, you've you've seen this thing where with with Robert Mueller, yeah. and he made a fool of himself in front of Congress, basically." Um, so to get to the Biden thing, um, he he then also asked him to to look into um, the the stuff about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and and co- kind of corruption there, um, and and mentioned the prosecutor that Biden um, had fired, essentially, he convinced Ukraine to fire. And um, the the conspiracy theory there is that Hunter Biden was working for a Ukrainian company, um, the prosecutor was investigating the company, and Joe Biden Mm. used his political uh, influence to get the prosecutor fired so that he wouldn't look into Hunter Biden's company. That's what people... Republicans or Trump yeah. base think happened because that's what they've been told happened. What yeah. actually happened was that um, Hunter Biden was was on the board, an advisor on the board of a of a Ukrainian uh, natural gas company called mm. Burisma Holdings, and um, it's unclear why they hired him to to be on the board. Mm. They were paying him fifty thousand dollars a month. He doesn't have any yeah. particular Expertise in that area, or knowledge of the Ukraine, or or particular reason to be on there. But to be honest, companies hire people who they think might have some influence, or even yeah. that are re- connected to someone that they yeah. think that you know maybe they'd like to meet someone like, like that, yeah, someone <laughs> like Jared Kushner, yeah, for exactly, instance, or Donald Trump Jr. I mean, you know, if for if instance. you as a filmmaker. Um, if you were looking for an assistant and Martin Scorsese's grandson
2: applied, yeah. he'd yeah. he'd have I'll a good chance. Snap me up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Regardless yeah. really of his level of competence.
2: Yeah. You know, he might be a, a horse rider, but I don't yeah. care. You know. So and there might be a chance you'd get Marty to come and watch Absolutely. Film. Yeah. You know, there's there's just yeah. that
1: connection to fame and you know, notoriety and stuff like that. So whatever yeah. for whatever reason Hunter Biden was on this advisory board. Uh, you know, yes, maybe there's something dodgy in there. Who knows? By all means, investigate. Whatever, that's fine. Although, yeah, you know, someone legitimately should investigate it. The point is, this this yeah. company, Berisma, was was apparently under investigation, um, and not by this particular prosecutor. And the investigation was dormant for a year before the prosecutor prosecutor was fired and the prosecutor was Mm. fired for not investigating corruption.
2: Oh, right.
1: And uh, not just Biden and the U S government, but the um, various members of the EU, the international monetary fund, uh, lots of people were saying this guy is not doing a a job. He's not doing Mm. what he's supposed to do. He's not investigating corruption. He's letting corruption happen. He should be fired. Um, Yeah. And so by getting him fired, if anything, they made it much more likely that the company that Hunter Biden is connected to was going to be investigated. If there was anything to look at, yeah. then then yeah. getting rid of the person who was letting corruption just go was, was yeah. increasing that chance. Um, so basically there's no uh, basis for the rumours about, about Biden. Um, there was no evidence, nothing conc- concrete to suggest it and lots of things to suggest that actually it's the opposite of what people say um, but it's enough to just keep bringing it up for some people if you keep yeah. saying it then it it you know has that effect of of tainting them and that seems to be all really it is and and yeah
2: and that and that's Trump's approach isn't it yeah. to, to get somebody it was a bit like his tweet earlier where he has somebody out that isn't him saying what he would say yeah it gives it some legitimacy beyond him just making stuff up. Yeah. So if he can get um, a foreign government to find out this stuff about Biden and say this stuff about Biden, then it would do for Biden in a way that Trump's saying it can't. Absolutely, because Trump's just lost his com- his complete credibility anyway um, because he's just Trump. So he, yeah, he's seeking. And he's you know he's kind of trying it on with China and trying it on with whoever just to say oh yeah you, yeah you should look into that and they go just stop yeah. stop it this is up it's you know it's it's behaviour unbecoming of a president it's probably you know uh, heinous crimes and misdemeanors so it's yeah just you are going to get impeached matey <laughs> this this that's it. It's, yeah. it's and one it's of the things done. that
1: that Trump's um defenders are saying including people who are lawyers who should know better um right. is is this is hearsay this is just it's not you know the person the whistleblower didn't have any uh personal knowledge they weren't on the call they just talked to other people who who had knowledge and this is like second hand information it shouldn't be allowed right. you can't convict people on hearsay um and 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 also there's this claim mostly from the federalist uh where they say that the the form that um you kind of fill in to to do whistleblowing um was changed the week before to mean that you before that you had to have first hand information to be a whistleblower and after that you didn't have to have first hand information and they they claim that you know something yeah. is a af- foot there and yeah first of all <laughs> just on the form no it wasn't the, <laughs> yeah it was changed they did they did bring out a new form in august the whistleblower used mm. the may 2018 version of the form um right. which which before that it had boxes for you know how i came about came by this information and the, and like mm-hmm. box number 1 is i i have personal information about I it oh was
2: there yeah. yeah
1: box 2 is i learned about it from other people um, mm-hmm. And then box three was like a mixture of the two, I you know both. Um, now it's yeah. th- there's one of the boxes says other employees of the company, and the third box is pe- other third parties. Mm-hmm. the The thing about firsthand information is there was um, in the past, including on the form that this whistleblower filled in, it it said that in order to consider this an, a, a matter of urgent concern, there mm-hmm. has to be information from first. Uh, you know, people with first-hand knowledge. So the Inspector General has to not just base it on uh, kind of third-party information. They have to do a bit of investigation and find people who have direct information about it. And at that point, they can forward it up the line. And that apparently happened in this case. They did investigate. They did talk to people who were on the call and who did have direct knowledge of it And before they passed it up.
2: That corroborated the the evidence yeah. and and yeah highlighted the 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 urgency and the concern absolutely yeah
1: and and he, as for hearsay that's just uh, that's not what hearsay means on a legal <laughs> on a legal basis is that <laughs> no. so, so what hearsay means from from a legal standpoint is um any um statement which is introduced in a court case where the statement was made outside of the courtroom like before mm-hmm. the case started which is being introduced to prove the the factual basis of that statement so if you if you right. say that that person told me they were 18, uh, under 18 when when yep. you're accusing them of something uh, and yep. and if that statement is being introduced to prove that they are under 18 that's hearsay yep. you need yep. better evidence than that and there is plenty of better evidence you can get but this isn't this this is um third party information this is information which is not being introduced as evidence at the moment what it is mm. is giving people a reason to investigate something and plenty yeah. of investigations in fact the vast majority of investigations are started based on third party information they're based yeah. on someone yeah. saying yeah i heard this about someone or i yeah. some yeah someone told me that 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 guy did something or he told me yeah. he did something that's still third-party yeah. information yeah yeah um yeah that's how investigations get going and then you talk to the people who do have direct information about it and then you get you know evidence like for example yeah the transcript of the call <laughs> <laughs> which was released by the white house
2: by the so, very people yeah. at the heart of the the um the hearsay yeah i mean comics yeah
1: so, the hearsay argument is just so ridiculous and and can't possibly get anywhere and it's just something to say it's just something that that people who don't have a later stand on will bring up in an argument in, in, on yeah. t v
2: in order to un- in order to undermine the strength of the evidence of their own yeah. eyes of the transcript which they themselves released and then said, "Oh no, it's just hearsay yeah this, yeah there was nobody <laughs> there that heard this. But here is the transcript <laughs> of what. So it is. It, yeah, what you you can't. They're kind of trying to undermine their own provision of the evidence, yeah, which they were asked for as a result of the whistleblower saying something.
1: Yeah, and they proudly uh, provided and then claimed it. the yeah. stuff it didn't say. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So. Um, <sighs> If you are interested in learning more about this and finding out more about the the legal basis of hearsay and about what's actually happened and the whole rules around the uh, in, intelligence community, Inspector General and all of that stuff, um, I suggest you go and find the Opening Arguments podcast, who for the last kind of two weeks have been doing brilliant episodes about that. And I'm absolutely sure we'll continue to do brilliant episodes uh, throughout this impeachment process and um that really they're just amazing and very very helpful to anyone who doesn't already know all this stuff like someone like me for example learned a lot yeah so or, or indeed um, the members of the staff in white house <laughs> yeah. yeah so so yeah go and check out opening arguments and um we will continue to try and bring you uh, the updates as they come
2: and finally some things we really don't have time to talk about
1: This week, I thought I might do a special headline section where each one talks about a different crime Trump has committed since the impeachment investigation started. (laughs) But we've been off for a month, so there's quite a lot of other news. So I'll limit it to the incident where Trump committed the crime he's claiming the whistleblower falsely accused him of live on TV. While claiming he didn't put any pressure on Ukraine to investigate Biden, he then said that they should, and also that China should investigate the Bidens, 30 seconds after saying... I have a lot of options on China, but if they don't do what we want, we have tremendous power. It's basically like if Colonel Nathan Jessup was asked if he ordered the code red, and after saying, you're goddamn right I did, ordered Kevin Bacon to give Tom Cruise a code red right there in the courtroom.
2: In, in what looks like an attempt to be King Canute, The Wizard of Oz, something out of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and a 1970s Bond movie villain or maybe just a designer for a level of Fortnite. Trump is back in the why can't I just have my wall my way, asking for a moat with alligators and snakes in it, and electricity running through it, and spikes on the top, as well as trying to recategorise shooting people in the legs as something one is allowed to do. After all, they're wielding Stone Age firearms. No, sir, they are stones. Despite the fact that this is all illegal, inhumane and just batshit crazy, the UK's independent newspaper reports that the moat and alligators were actually costed. It's <laughs> brilliant. One day, one day, of course, one of the alligators will swallow a clock and haunt Trump's every <laughs> tweeting moment. A fitting end to the boy who never grew up.
1: What kind of company? gets a get us a request for that saying, okay, yeah, right, what we want. <laughs> is yeah. a thousand mile long long filled with snakes yeah. and alligators and they were like, well yeah I mean we can give you a price for we it. We could but...
2: do that, <laughs> give you that yeah, so it's amazing. not just your parts you see it's yeah. the ongoing maintenance Absolutely. you got to feed the alligators. what happens I mean, when you've got to feed the them,
1: alligators? In some of those areas not enough migrants will yeah. fall in So,
2: and they'll, yeah. some of them will starve and the, yeah. in the other places they'll get there'll be too many <laughs> so you'll have to shift the offspring so that, you know there's transportation costs but just moving alligators around you can't just put them in a u-haul you've got to have you know and snakes a lot of people don't like snakes so you're going to have to find proper handlers and everything yeah
1: trump has a long history of inviting foreign leaders to the white house holding a joint press conference and totally making it about him but last week when finnish president neonista visited trump took questions and rather than answering delivered a series of unhinged barely coherent rants when Reuters reporter Jeff Mason asked him again to actually answer his question, Trump channelled Travis Bickle saying, Are you talking to me? And then loudly and repeatedly insisted Mason, Ask the president of Finland a question instead. Ninesto, meanwhile, just looked at the camera like Jim from The Office.
2: <laughs> and when he did ask him a question, Trump jumps in and <laughs> yeah, answers. And interrupted. Answers, answers on behalf else. of us yeah. yeah. Can I have a fanfare, please? Because he is back. Our favourite professional liar, well, second favourite after the Tangerine Scarecrow, he's back. Yes, Jacob Wall is back holding press conferences, yeah, with his far-from-trustworthy sidekick Jack Berkman to announce their latest scoop, newsflash, byline. Okay, out-and-out bullshit. Apparently, Elizabeth Warren gets her septuagenarian jollies by paying gigolos for threesomes. Give it up, Jake. Surely you know your stories are getting far-fetched when even Breitbart and Fox News don't turn up at your presser and when the bouncers refuse to throw people out for laughing. Warren did, of course, confirm she once went to Houston University and that she does, therefore, root for the cougars,
1: The very first witness in the big, huge impeachment investigation, former US Special envoy to Ukraine Kurt Volker, only former because he resigned immediately after the whistleblower story broke, has given Congress over 60 pages of text messages and other documents, some of which are really quite bad for Trump. For example, there's the text from former US Ambassador to Ukraine Bill Taylor, which said, I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. This was replied to by Gordon Sondland, US ambassador to the EU and major Trump donor, who didn't sound anything like a mobster who thought his brother might be wearing a wire, when he texted back, (laughs) Bill, I believe you're incorrect about President Trump's intentions. The president has been crystal clear, no quid pro quos of any kind. The president is trying to evaluate whether Ukraine is truly going to adopt the transparency and reforms that President Zelensky promised during his campaign. I suggest we stop the back and forth by text. (laughs) Let's stop talking about this stuff <laughs> in, a, right, yeah. in a format yeah. that's being recorded.
2: <laughs> yeah. Bill Taylor takes it back. There's somebody watching, isn't there? And he went, Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, in moments of crisis, who do you turn to? Someone who might have formed a plan based on experience, legal principles and intelligence, rather than, say, the mastermind beh- behind such game-changing moments as firing James Comey from the FBI, thus ushering in the appointment of one Robert Mueller, and what was that thing he did? Oh yeah, the investigation. Yeah, and who was that mastermind? Ah, good old son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who Trump has turned to again in his hour of need to defend his position in regard to casually asking Ukraine to interfere in the upcoming US elections and the attendant impeachment inquiries. Oh no, you say? Who's going to solve the Middle East problem now? And of course, goddamn, if only Jared had, like, studied law or something. Still, when you've fired everyone else, there's always, and only, family left. The Borgias, anyone? (laughs) If you're still
1: curious whether Democrats or Republicans are the good guys... Look no further than the North Carolina State House, where a mourning without any votes was scheduled for September 11th to allow lawmakers to attend memorials for the victims and first responders. While Democrats mourned, Republicans had a secret plan, ensuring that enough stayed behind to hold a surprise vote to overturn the Democratic governor's veto of the state budget. I don't have a no, joke it's... here because I just couldn't
2: believe that that actually happened. No. No. <sighs> yeah. So, Boris... Did anything interesting happen this month? Well, only a lifetime of British politics in that month. And I'll attempt to do it in 60 seconds, which, let's face it, is longer than Boris has ever done anything real in politics. Okay, Jim, start the clock. Okay, go. A member of his Tory party joined the Lib Dems walking across the floor of the House live in the middle of a Boris speech, effectively removing a working majority of one. Boris's own brother then resigned in Ministry of Transport job because of Boris's stance. Boris then went on to sack 21 members of his own party who voted for the Benn Act and decimated his majority further. The Benn Act is a law Parliament passed which means that the Prime Minister would have to ask the EU for an extension to Article 50 beyond the 31st of October if he cannot get a deal agreed by Parliament, i.e. we cannot leave with no deal, but he continues to espouse the existence of Schrodinger's Brexit in that he says he will not break that law, but we will leave on the 31st of October, deal or no deal. Boris has put seven motions to the vote in the House of Parliament since he took office at PM and lost all seven of them. The Supreme Court of England ruled that his prorogation of Parliament was unlawful, he did it for political ends and was thus void and of no effect should be quashed. So he had to stop being asked awkward questions by members of the public in the street and come back and get asked them by members of the House of Commons. He stands of Q of giving public money during his time as mayor. No, and there's so much more to go. I've started so I'll finish. He stands accused of giving public money during his time as mayor of London to a US company owned by a woman with whom he was having an affair at the time. The ex-Tory Chancellor, Philip Hammond, sacked by Boris, is publicly declaring that unseen financial puppet masters are instructing Boris to crash out of the EU with no deal because they're all shorting the pound and will earn billions overnight. And today in Upsbridge, his own constituency, an old lady, when asked about Boris, said... Do you ever mention that name in front of me, that filthy piece of tow rag? <laughs> Which probably doesn't need translating for our American listeners, just visualising. And yet, and yet, the Tories are still leading the opposition by 15 points in some polls. Sound familiar? No wonder Corbyn says this is a Trump Brexit.
1: So that's all the bad arguments and faulty reasoning we have time for this episode. You can find the show notes at fallaciousTrump.com and if you hear Trump say something stupid and want to ask if it's a fallacy, our contact details are on the contact page.
2: And if you think we've used a fallacy ourselves, let us know. And if you've had a good time, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. You can support the show on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash ftrump. Just like our newest patron, Lauren Phillips. Thanks very much, Lauren. Much appreciated. You can also connect with us and other listeners
1: in the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash fallacious Trump. And there's currently 99 members. So if you want to be member 100, go there now and sign up.
2: Yeah. And it's, there's, some, there's some great stuff being yeah. posted up there. It's been terrifically funny. All music is by The Outburst and was used with permission. So until next time on Fallacious Trump, we'll leave the last word to the Donald.
0: That's right. Go home to mommy. Bye. Bye.
1: Yes, it's time for Fake News, the game where I read out three Trump quotes, two of which are real and one I made up, and Mark has to figure out which one is fake news. So, yeah. No, I've got nothing to
2: say. Nothing, <laughs> Normally you, you
1: say, say something related yeah, to
2: the, the episode. I suddenly went blank. I'm going to say something. <laughs> say something. Yeah. Okay. You've got to let me win, or it'll be the worst for you. <laughs> See that, yeah, that's, that's simply it.